So there, there's this new phrase going around, which you guys might have heard. Uh, take a look at this tweet from the White House. They say, since Putin began his military buildup on Ukrainian borders, the price of gas at the pump in America went up 75 cents. Here is Putin's price hike explained. Wait, what? Putin's price hike? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. They're, they're trying to frame this as Putin raising the, 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 the prices of gas. Look at this clip from Joe Biden. I'm going to do everything to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. In coordination with our partners, we've already announced that we're releasing 60 million barrels of oil from our joint oil reserves. Half of that, 30 billion, million, excuse me, is coming from the United States. And we're taking steps to ensure the reliable supply of global energy. We're also going to keep working with every tool at our disposal to protect American families and businesses. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's... Wow. Wow. Let's listen to that again. ...price hike here at home. In coordination with our partners, we've already announced that we're releasing 60 million barrels of oil from our joint... That's very climate-friendly of you, Joe Biden, isn't it, huh? Very climate-friendly of you. So, obviously, it goes without saying that the price of, uh, of uh, crude has skyrocketed. It's at the highest point since July 2008, right? So when over $135 a barrel, uh, the price of gas in Europe, European gas also through the roof skyrocketed. Um, and of course, you know, the politicians, they sit there and laugh and they tell you, well, this is the price of democracy. Don't we all want to want to pay the price for democracy? It's worth it. It's worth it standing up to Putin. And they, of course, shift the cost onto the consumer, onto you. So you are going to pay for those weapons that are going to Ukraine that the military contractors, uh, the, the, the arms dealers benefit from. Right. They line their pockets and build new swimming pools with you are going to pay the price for higher gas prices. Uh, because, you know, they, they want to insist on blocking Russian oil and banning Russian oil. That's what's going on, right? So now that they've banned Russian oil imports, because remember before, when, when, when crude hit the highest price since 2008, that was just because the Biden administration was thinking, was thinking about banning Russian oil imports. They've done it now. They've gone ahead and done it. So, again, the West is shooting itself in the foot, and it's the consumers, it's the citizens, the civilians who have to pay the price for these reckless politicians. Again, and here, look at this, this thread from the White House, right, underneath. Look at this over here. They say U.S. oil production is approaching record highs, and we pumped more oil in the president's first year, in Biden's first year, than Trump's first year. Oil production is projected to be up more than 1 million barrels a day from January to December this year and to rise nearly 700,000 barrels a day over the next year. Oh, hey, it's, it's Joe Biden, the climate-friendly president, right? Remember that? And everyone was telling you, yeah, we got to vote for him. He's created these committees like with Bernie Sanders campaign. You know, you had AOC meeting with John Kerry so they could hash out a climate friendly plan for Biden. Right. Because he's the compromise. Right. We have to vote for Biden. Biden is going to do something for your environment. Yeah. He's going to start pumping more oil. Wow. Well done. Well done. That's great. That's great. Let, let the military guzzle more. Remember, the U.S. military, biggest consumer of oil. As a matter of fact, the United States, I don't understand what their point is here because they're saying that they're going to start uh, uh, pumping out more oil. That's, that's not going to save you. Uh, the, the U.S. Is, is in number one when it comes to oil production, but it's a net 
importer because the United States consumes more oil than it can produce. So what happens? It ends up importing oil from other countries. Venezuela used to be one of the top, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, sources for the U.S. So the U.S. used to be a top client of Venezuela's. Um, they used to import a lot from Venezuela. Um, Russia is only only three percent, three percent of millions of barrels, man. It's it's not nothing, right? Uh, and then of course there's uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, let me just uh, show you over here. Obviously, Venezuela changed, but now because they've cut off the Russians, they're going to beg Maduro to to replace that. Because if you think you think three percent is nothing, yeah, uh, <laughs> you're in for a surprise, man. The gas prices don't agree with you. Take a look at this. So, um, here. So these are U.S. crude oil imports by country of origin, 1960 to two, uh, 2018, right? So you can see Venezuela over here uh, used to be quite a lot. And then, of course, with the sanctions, it started going down. Uh, Saudi Arabia, that's always been a lot. Uh, and uh, with Russia, obviously, Russia is not one of the biggest ones, but it does represent a significant chunk and uh, it's no joke. That's why the U.S. is now going to, to appease Maduro, because they want help. Right. And my point here is that the U.S., no matter how many, uh, you know, uh, uh, how much more oil they pump, they're not going to be able to, to keep up with what they consume. You know, when you run an empire and you have a war machine as big as the U.S. is, you know, uh, 800 military bases in, in uh, spread out across the globe, that's not cheap. That's not cheap. You need a lot of oil. And saying that, you know, uh, the, 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 the spike, the skyrocketing prices are OK because of democracy. But you have to pay for it. That's very nice. That's very easy to say when you're a politician, when you're Joe Biden, right? And I just got to laugh how they were claiming, oh, it's climate friendly. And, you know, Biden, he's, he's going to be great. And I know it's not a Green New Deal, but it's something close. And, you know, you, what do you think this is going to do right now with fracking? What do you think is going to happen with fracking? It's going to go up. First of all, during the campaign, Biden and Kamala Harris, they lied. They said, um... We are not uh, when when they were campaigning in the primary, the Democratic primary in 2020, they said that uh, they're going to ban fracking. Right. Both of them said that. And then as soon as they clinched the, the DNC nomination and they became the, the official candidates for the Democratic Party to run against Trump, then they, they, they changed their tune so they could appeal to Republicans. Then they said, no, we never said we're going to ban fracking. Of course not. No, that's a, that's a right-wing uh, talking point. Trump is lying to you. We're not, never going to ban fracking. You know, the true colors come out. Yeah, and of course, they, they, uh, they're not doing anything, anything on that. Uh, uh, Biden gets in an office, and he, he, uh, some people think that he blocked a bunch of pipelines and drilling. He didn't block them. He just put a, um, um, a moratorium on them. He just postponed them. That's it, right? So again, it's these half measures. It's enough to trick people and appease them, but it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And now that they, they, they're saying that this is um, Putin's price hike. No, it's not. Uh, absolutely not. Let me show you this video from Jen Psaki, the White House spokesperson. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of... <laughs> See? They got the propaganda ready. They're here to feed it to you. They're here to brainwash you and make you accept uh, the price of their wars. What has to do with Vladimir Putin? 
<laughs> you may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin. The reality is that Russia is one of the three largest oil producers in the world. And the fact that they have started this conflict, invaded a foreign country, and they are such a big producer of oil in the world, is the reason why the global oil markets are disturbed right now and why your gas prices are going up. The president's going to do everything he can to bring down the price of gas for the American people. But there are a few facts you should be aware of. U.S. production of oil and gas is rising. In fact, in the first year of the Biden presidency, there was more oil and gas produced in the United States than in the first year of the Trump presidency. And there's opportunities to produce more from here. But part of this is on the oil companies. Right now, there are 9,000 approved unused permits that oil and gas companies could tap into now to ramp up production. So what the president is doing is ensuring we're taking steps here to get more oil out into the global marketplace. That includes the release of 40 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve back in the fall, and he just announced their planned release of an additional 30 million barrels. The only way to protect the United States over the long term is to become energy independent. That's why the president has been so focused on investing in clean energy technologies, so that we can rely on that and not President Putin to set the price of gas. Wow. They're good, huh? It's good, it's good propaganda. You gotta hand it to them. It's actually extremely tacky. It's horrible. <laughs> what does that mean at the end? Like, the Putin to set the price? This is so, so ridiculous. I swear to God, they, they just... It infuriates me, right? They talk like children. They speak like children. They, again, have this, like cartoonish villain uh, 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 caricature of, of Putin, like as if he's, he has nothing uh, uh, better to do in the world than, you know, infiltrate the elections. And he's controlling gas prices. You know, he's sitting in the, in the Kremlin and typing in numbers and raising up the, 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 the price of gas so you can't get to work. You know, like he's responsible for every ill in the world. He has, apparently he has more time than any, any uh, uh, conceivable uh, 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 human has, right? It's unbelievable. He has so much free time on his hands. Jesus Christ. And you know what the worst part is? Like, people fall for this. People are stupid enough to believe the last sentence. In energy technologies, so that we can rely on that and not President Putin to set the price of gas. He's not setting the price of gas. You idiots did that. Russia was keeping the gas flowing to Europe, and it was also keeping the oil, uh, um, uh, the exports of crude going. You are the ones who blocked it. You are the... <laughs> Dude, the price of, of gas in Europe... It only skyrocketed after the U.S. said we're considering a ban on Russian imports. It didn't skyrocket when, when the, um, uh, the invasion started, or as Putin likes to call it, the special operation. Um, let me show you over here. I mean, we were looking at this live the other day. We looked at this together. You remember we, when it was happening live as it was happening? Um, and... Uh, Right, so, so look, look here, okay? This is just UK natural gas, okay? Now, you see it does, it does increase uh, uh, quite a bit on February 24th, right? So it went from, what was it, 216? Well, already, let's, let's go here, okay? Let's be a bit more fair. So it went from 177 uh, pounds, okay? And then it, it jumped to, to 323, so it basically tripled, almost tripled. But here, 
here in March, it, it, it exploded. It, that, that doubled again. It went, it went up much higher um, than uh, before at a higher percentage because the U.S. said we're considering banning Russian oil. So look, obviously, yes, what Putin, what Russia is doing. God, I hate to sound like them, but Putin, like he's, he's running all the... What Russia is doing in Ukraine, obviously that affected gas prices. Yeah, of course. But uh, when you, the United States, you're telling Germany, cancel Nord Stream 2, right? Cancel Nord Stream 2. Get rid of it. And you're also saying that we're going to ban Russian imports. Then you are affecting the, the price of gas and the price, uh, the price of crude yourself. It's not just Putin setting the price. Christ, I, this is it's so childish. It's really so childish. I can't stand it. Uh, here's another clip of, of Jen Psaki. Take a look. Thank you, Jen. We just heard you say again that you think inflation is going to be temporary. We've heard you say that it was going to be temporary since last spring. So how long do you guys think temporary is? Well, again, Peter, I think what we do is we rely on the assessments of the Federal Reserve and of outside economic analysts who give an assessment of how long it will last. The expectations and their assessment at this point continues to be that it will moderate by the end of the year. There's also no question that when a foreign dictator invades a foreign country and when that foreign dictator is the head of a country that is the third largest supplier of oil in the, in the world, that that is going to have an impact. And it is. And so to that point, inflation goes up today. The president's statement blames the Putin price hike. Are you guys just going to start blaming Putin for everything until the midterms? Well, we've seen the price of gas go up at least 75 cents since President Putin lined up troops on the border of Ukraine. And, and last month, the statement didn't mention the Putin price hike. It mentioned inflation because of the pandemic. Why is that? Well, Peter, last year, last two years, there was a pan global pandemic. Everyone who's a uh, global economist have all agreed that that has been the biggest contributor to date of inflation because of the impact on the supply chain. Obviously, global events impact the economy, the global economy, as well as global inflation. And the uh, price hikes as a result that have ex escalated over the course of time of President Putin's further invasion of uh, the impact on the global oil markets are, of course, having an impact. Wow. Well, she, she, she was speaking reason for a moment there. Uh, yeah, obviously, global events impact the, the global economy, the price. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, there was one point where crude, what was it, like minus 30 or something, they were literally paying you to take it off of their hands. I think it was a year and a half ago. Yeah, but again, I, we were looking at this live when it was happening, and it's when they started saying they're going to ban Russian uh, uh, oil, then it really went up. Yeah, so uh, again, obviously it's true. What Russia did in Ukraine started it, but you made it way worse. Way, way, way worse. And now you're scrambling to, to try and replace it. And you're going and begging Maduro and begging Venezuela after, you've trying, to, after trying to oust the guy for years. They've been, telling, saying us, they've been telling us and saying that Maduro's not the president and he's, he's a dictator and all this. And now all of a sudden they want to talk with him. Now all of a sudden he's okay to negotiate with and Guaido doesn't exist. What, what is that? I honestly, I don't know how, how long people are going to buy this game with, um, you know, let's, let's just blame Putin and, uh, for every single failure. That, I don't know who asked that question over here, but he, he was right. Like, are you just going to keep blaming Putin until the end of the midterms? You know? it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's only so much BS you can get through before it starts falling apart. You can't blame uh, Russia for every single problem in the world. Uh, it doesn't mean Russia's perfect, but this is just childish. They're, they're, again, it's propaganda. Putin's price hike. What a cheesy, tacky name. What a, what a completely, you know, uh, 
what a completely uh, uh, stupid caveman mentality. It's so childish. It's so, so childish. Christ. And the worst part is people believe this. You know, I, I, you, you see these tweets from liberals, um, rich, rich liberals, right? Who have, they, they don't have any problems um, with uh, paying higher prices at the pump. And they're totally fine with that, you know? Uh, George uh, uh, Take, or, or however you say his name. You know, I showed you his tweet the other day where he was basically telling people that it's okay to pay higher gas prices just to stand up to Putin. Yeah, because you're not the one who's going to pay those higher gas prices or the higher uh, food prices. See this tweet over here? He's saying, Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it a patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. No, it's not a patriotic donation. You know, you're not the one paying it. You're, you're incurring this cost. You're forcing it on people uh, in the United States and in the West. I mean, there's, there's only so much uh, uh, Russia can influence the economy. And then there's also you doing your bit. Do you understand? Uh, and again... When, when they're banning Russian oil, again, I'm going to put, put up this, um, I'm going to put up this statement for you. This was from the White House. The United States bans imports of Russian oil, liquefied natural gas, and coal. So again, this was uh, on March 8th. Today, President Biden will sign an executive order to ban the import of Russian oil, LNG, and coal, a significant action with widespread bipartisan support that will further deprive President Putin of the economic resources, and so on and so on, right? Again, of course, there is very, very significant bipartisan support. Well, you know, of course. Uh, in all things war, um, in all things uh, imperialism, in all things anti-Russia, of course, there is, uh, there's always a consensus. Right? So the final vote on that when they banned it was 414 to 17. 414 in favor of banning Russian imports, 17 against. With two Democrats, uh, Cory Bush of Missouri and Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, and 15 Republican members voting against the bill. Yeah, I mean, in this case, um, you know, it, yeah, Ilhan Omar is correct, but uh, I wouldn't give her too much credit. You know, uh, she voted to send Israel military aid. I don't, it doesn't get bigger than that. What's next? Saudi Arabia, you're going to send them more? Like, I know, I know people think that she might be a bit, she had, a, uh, she has a bit more redeemable qualities compared to the others in the squad. Nah, don't be fooled by that. Honestly, she, she uh, was against condemning, um, sorry, she, she was a, against uh, recognizing the Armenian genocide. And uh, she uh, voted to, again, send Israel th 3.8 billion, right? Every year they get this, uh, um, uh, package over 10 years it's uh, divided into uh, yearly sums she voted for that after they smeared her and attacked her as an anti-semite and a million things explain that one to me so i'm sorry but just because she has a, a few other votes it doesn't really make that okay uh but in any case you can see there's there's widespread bipartisan support um and um that's that's to be expected you know every time there's a uh, a war every time there's something that is antagonistic of course and the squads they the squad they take turns Right? One time, uh, some of them will vote badly. The next time, they'll, they'll rotate. So you can't really get mad at one of them because you say, oh, look, there were some good votes here. And uh, you forget the bad ones. No, no, it's, it's rotating villain. I've already explained this. But um, yeah. So AOC, right? Uh, Jamal Bowman, 
Ayanna Presley. Uh, they they've all voted in favor of ba banning Russian oil, and then and then they say that yeah, we care about workers and we're progressive and all that. No, you're idiots. Uh, you 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 are making the price at the pump go even higher than what Russia is doing. You are contributing to this, and it's not just you know. Let leave the U.S. aside. I wish it was just the U.S. The, the, the Americans, they're meddling in Germany as well. So they, they made sure that Nord Stream 2 is canceled. Like, you're meddling in Germany's affairs. And, and the people who are going to get screwed out of that, you know, 50 cubic uh, um, uh, billion, uh, billion cubic meters a year, that's the amount that Nord Stream 2 would have done. Uh, that's gas that would have gone to Europeans. So you're not the ones who are going to freeze because of that. So all of this crap, they put Ukraine in the crosshairs. Uh, just so they can put some more missiles closer to Russia. And then Europeans have to freeze, potentially, because who knows where this crisis is heading, just so they can antagonize Russia more. It's so stupid. They're shooting themselves in the foot in real time. Honestly, shooting themselves in the foot. It's unbelievable. And uh, uh, the fact that they're calling it the Putin price hike, that's, that tells you so bad. You know, it, 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 it's, it's uh, such a tacky term. But it, it tells you very clearly that this is um, uh, uh, a propaganda effort to deflect blame. Right, so they, they don't want to take responsibility for contributing to the price hikes. So let, let's just blame it on the Russians, since that's what we're doing anyway. Everything that happens, every time someone shits and coughs, it's Putin's fault. You know, uh, everything, everything. Climate change is Putin's fault. You name it. And again, the big irony here. Look at this. Um, how proud they are. This is the White House, the White House, the Biden uh, administration tweeting out how they're going to increase U.S. crude oil production. Hold on a second. Your idea of, of uh, being less dependent on Russia is, is not to find, you know, alternatives of, for renewable energy or green energy. It's just to make more oil. So, you know, you're, 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 as a matter of fact, you're contributing to the problem. Wow, well done. Yeah, that's very climate conscious of you. I, I told you, man, I told you they would do this stuff. Uh, they're going to be just as bad as Republicans. There's no difference. They don't give a shit about the climate. Nothing. It's not serious. They're, they're absolutely... Uh, 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 careless about this, and they have no respect, and then they want to convince you that, you know, Biden is, is a, a, a climate-responsible president and all this crap. Where is it? Absolute garbage. Absolute, complete propaganda and garbage. Christ. Uh, and you have li rich liberals like this trying to justify the price, which they don't have to pay. Which they don't have to pay. Remember that. Here's, um... Here's uh, Ned Price, so the State Department spokesperson. Take a look at what he's saying. We will continue to back the people of Ukraine in their fight for their country through security, economic, and humanitarian assistance, and by uniting the international community to hold Putin accountable through devastating sanctions, diplomatic isolation, and other measures. As Vice President Harris noted today, the United States Congress has committed $13.6 billion in humanitarian aid and security assistance to support Ukraine and its people. We've imposed massive consequences on Putin and his cronies for their aggression. The severity of these unprecedented measures is already having a dramatic impact. The ruble has gone through the floor. It is close to worthless, literally worth less than a penny. Russia's credit rating is a junk status. Its stock market remains closed, and we've seen more than 300 companies halt or exit their operations in the Russian market. Putin could choose to cut his losses, extricate himself from this strategic morass by seeking to negotiate in good faith a diplomatic agreement with Ukraine. 
President Zelensky, for his part, has expressed interest in that, and we have told the Ukrainian government in no uncertain terms that we stand ready to support any diplomacy it wishes to pursue. But as we've always said, oh yeah, they're they're really uh, ready for diplomacy. When Russia was trying for decades to tell them no NATO expansion, let's find a solution, they told Russia to go fuck itself. Where where was the diplomacy there? Uh, in December, when Russia sent these proposals uh, about NATO, they didn't even answer for a month. There's no diplomacy. That's that's complete nonsense. And even when there was diplomacy during the two plus four negotiations, uh, it, it, during German re reunification, they told the Russians we won't expand NATO, and then they lied. That this is a complete joke. Uh, they tell the Russians it's a non-starter. We're not negotiating uh, NATO membership. It's an open door. Anyone can join. We're not going to compromise on that. It's a non-starter. They, they, they don't care at all about diplomacy. They, 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 Russia's been trying to, to find a diplomatic solution to that, and they did. Again, they promised the U.S. The US, the, the US and its allies, Germany, uh, the U.K., all of these Western powers said, we won't expand past the Elbe if you support German reunification. There was a deal. They agreed on that. So there was diplomacy, and then who, who reneged on their promise? Did Russia stop supporting German reunification? No. Did the United States and its allies expand NATO? Yes, that's a broken promise. That's a fact, right? And again, that, that's a, a very clear uh, thing that they don't want to talk about. They talk about diplomacy, but they don't care about diplomacy. And um, you, know, you know what's really kind of messed up is they're kind of like uh, uh, happy that the, the, they're crushing Russia's currency. Again, you, you know, sanctions don't hurt Putin. I, you know, as much as you hate him, uh, the, he's unaffected. His oligarchs, as they say, you know, in the West, it's entrepreneurs. In Russia, it's oligarchs. They're, they're not affected by this. Um, it's uh, just regular people who are hit by sanctions. Do you understand? That's true in every country. Uh, it's uh, a lie. They tell you this lie that, you know, uh, targeting uh, you know, politicians with sanctions, it's going to uh, force them to change. No, the, the idea is that let's target this country with sanctions. We're, we're going to make the people so upset and um, we're gonna uh, uh, make them starve, and and hopefully then they will go and overthrow their leader. That's the whole idea behind sanctions. And uh, you know, needless to say, it doesn't really work. So you know, doesn't really work. Here's another uh, tweet I wanted to show you. This is from uh, Kathy Castor, right? So so she's a. Uh, She's a congresswoman from, from Florida, right? So from Tampa Bay. She, she's she's uh, saying that uh, America will stand up for uh, Ukraine and for freedom and democracy in Europe and across the globe following the historic sanctions imposed by the president uh, to hold Putin and Russia accountable. I voted to ban Russian oil and gas imports and send support to people of Ukraine and their armed forces. You know, they're like, yeah, let's just raise the price of everything. I send you my thoughts and prayers, right? It's... <laughs> Here's my thoughts and prayers. You know, just me meaningless gestures. Absolutely meaningless. Here's another one. This is from Jim uh, Langevin. I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly. He's from Rhode Island, congressman from Rhode Island. He's saying, we must do everything in our power to bankrupt Putin's war machine. Um, Although gas prices may rise at home, banning Russian oil is the right thing to do. With Biden, I'll work tirelessly to mitigate the impact of higher costs as we continue to stand up for Ukraine's democracy. Yeah, again, I, 
you know how they, they say Ukraine's democracy? First of all, what, what democracy? You, you engineered a coup in 2014 and got rid of the government and place, replaced it with a puppet government that's favorable to the West. So it doesn't, it, it, it's not really a government or a democratic one for that matter. In any case, uh, again, when they're saying, uh, I'll work tirelessly to mitigate the impact of higher costs as we continue to stand up for Ukraine's democracy. Do you see how they're trying to sell you this idea that, yeah, it's, it's all for freedom and democracy and these crappy buzzwords? Ah, it's so cheap. It's it's really so cheap. It's also a contradiction because on one hand they say it's Putin's price hike, right? They, so Putin is apparently controlling the global oil prices, and then at the same time uh, they they say, well, you know, uh, this is just uh, the way it is. We have to do this. Uh, so they're admitting that it's a, a consequence of standing up for um to to russia so which one is it i think it's both as i told you when when russia went into ukraine the the prices went up that's obvious but now they made them even worse that's that's all i'm saying and i think that's evident just by looking at the prices of gas in europe and the uh, cr uh, the crude oil that is exactly what happened you can see it by date right so um Look at this. Um, oh, I, I already showed you British gas, right? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that really concludes the, the, the point. I just, I think it's funny how they always want to blame uh, uh, Putin for everything. It gets old, doesn't it? It gets old. Good luck uh, replacing the, the crude. What am I supposed to say? Good luck. Uh, that's not going to be easy. And... Uh, in the end, just to give you an idea, the power of Siberia 2 pipeline. Um, so Russia already has one with China. Okay, They, they already have a, a, a pipeline called Power of Siberia. And they signed a 30-year gas deal uh, just last month with the Chinese, settled in euros. And it will move about the same quantity that uh, Nord Stream uh, moves. Now, they, they could also... They could also build Power of Siberia 2, which would go through Mongolia uh, uh, and to China, okay? And so this would also move more or less the same amount. So my, my point here, what I'm trying to tell you is that while the United States and Europe will struggle to find alternatives uh, for, you know, to replace uh, the gas, uh, you know, even if it's LNG or, or crude, uh, Russia has the possibility to turn elsewhere. It can build more pipelines with uh, China and its Eurasian partners and move the same amount. So this would also be 50 um, billion cubic meters, which is roughly the same as Nord Stream 2. And, and uh, you get the idea. And the idea that um, the United States and Europe can replace, let's say, um, you want to replace uh, Russian gas with uh, uh, liquefied natural gas from uh, the United States uh, by building some terminals or you want to get it from Qatar, it's going to incur such high costs. Uh, it's just not feasible. It's stupid. It's, uh, it's economically, logistically uh, uh, a bad idea. But of course, there's money to be made for the people um, who are running these uh, industries. So for them, it, it makes total sense. But uh, you, you get the idea that uh, these, rich, these rich liberal elites telling you to pay the price for democracy they're not paying the price 
And in the long term, Russia is actually going to benefit from this because it's going to decouple itself from the U.S. dollar, from the euro, and it's going to decouple itself from uh, also, you know, uh, exporting all of its resources to Europe and the U.S. and look forward to the to Asia, right? And it's going to drive uh, the emergence of a multipolar world. So again, they're shooting themselves in the foot, and the people uh, who are living in the West, they're just so propagandized again through no fault of their own. It's just that. The propaganda is so powerful, they make them think that, uh, you know, it's something smart.